Welcome to the J Train Podcast. It's J Train Jerry coming live from the West Village of Manhattan. We're here every Monday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. Let me say it again. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend, a coworker, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa, anyone with ears. We'll take the earless community as well. And we appreciate it. I, I, I have to start with a thank you because I don't got a billboard. I, don't got, I got you and your big fat fucking mouth, okay? That's how we spread the word. And if you're hearing me, and, it, and how do we spread the word? We share Instagram stories, tweeting, the group chat, a text to a friend. Oh my God, this dude, he's talking about exactly what you were talking about the other day. And listen, what, why a podcast? We're still, I can't even believe I've been doing this podcast for over a decade and there's still people, not a podcast person. No, I don't do the podcast. Yeah, there were people that weren't ATM people and we call them fucking idiots now, okay? So there's someone in your life that they need. The podcast is made to put your brain on the shelf, let Papa JT take the wheel, I'll take you for a Sunday drive. And then you jump back on and you deal with your own shitty thoughts. I, I listen to podcasts. I'm a podcast listener. So there's someone in your life that needs the gift of Papa JT, the Wizard of Ha, the Climax Czar. They need me. Okay? And it feels, ooh, does it feel good? Shelby, it feels good. Yeah. When someone shares the show. It is like you're taking a feather. It's like you're like it's like you're little uh, you're a little you're like a you're like a little fairy with a feather f- fluttering underneath my balls, just feathering the nuts. That's how it feels. Up and down the seam. And I'm sitting there going, "Ah, ah." Yeah, that's how it feels every time I see an Instagram story or a post or a tweet or even when you support the sponsors. We have sponsors. There's ways to pay. Oh, that's a good t-shirt. I got ways to pay, okay? I got ways to pay. Share. The, the sponsors all have promo codes. That, that's free money for you, okay? I'm done begging, okay? Now, um, before we get into today's show, I'm on the road, people. I'm on the road. Madison, Wisconsin this weekend. Love Madison, Wisconsin. Cannot wait to hang out at Madison. Tampa, La Jolla, we have a You Up live show in Boston. Then we're going to go to Minneapolis. Minneapolis, I, you've been asking. I get your DMs. I'm coming, okay, for the Minneapolis Comedy Festival. Uh, you Up on San Francisco and You Up uh, LA, You Up. And then Huntsville, Alabama, Nashville, Tennessee, Austin for You Up, Chicago, we're coming back for You Up, New York City, Dayton, Ohio, Washington, D.C. That's right, D.C. people, I'm coming back, Albany, New York. JaredFree.com, JaredFree.com for tickies. Um, very excited. Today's guest, the the queen of confidence, Serena yeah. Kerrigan. Thank Fuck you for coming. Serena on. fucking Kerrigan. Serena fucking Kerrigan. I'm Come sorry. On, this your is formal my second name. time I around. I know you're back. It's great to have you back. Thank you for it's coming. It's great to be, you know, in the West Village with you. I'm I know your neighbor. we're neighbors. We, I see you all the time at the Elk. That's right. We got to give an Elk plug. You are you, you. There's there's Serena fucking Kerrigan merch. I know at the Elk, and I, and then I go. I walk in there. I feel kind of cool. I go. I know her. You know, it's funny. When I walk in there, they literally are like, who are you? And I was Come like, on. It's okay. We're going to work on it. I, I go in there. I'm on a first name basis with those people. You are? I love it there. Damn. Well, I love, there's two coffee shops. And I've talked about this on the podcast many a time. There's two fancy coffee shops that are fancy for different reasons. Two types of rich. Okay. There's Elk. Okay. Which is which, what type? Man, that is uh, out east rich. Okay. To me. Okay. Then there's 11th Street Cafe. That's Vermont rich. Yes. 
You know, and it, yeah. and, and and it's interesting that they would they'd like war against each other. And then other. what if it's like Maison Kitsune? Like what is that one? That's, that's like, like Japanese rich. You know, okay. that's yeah. that's it's a broad like rich. Europe, Europe. Rich. It's very yeah. rich. Yeah, Europe. So. Yeah. A lot of choices for your rich coffee orders here in the West Village. Mm-hmm. What? So listen, I make my coffee at home. By the way, do you? I do. Is that a subtle brag? You make? Are we? No, are I, we I literally this I, way? by make <laughs> by make. I don't. I don't have like espresso beans. Okay, I, I'm okay. telling you, like I pour out from a, a jug from the Starbucks. From okay, so it's like a cold brew in the fridge. Yes, because I honestly like I think that's a really good way to save money is the coffee. They, listen, you you're sounding like a boomer at this point. A cup of coffee. You could put that money away. You'd have a house. Okay. You know, I mean, that's okay. But th- these are strategies for life. Strategies. So, what's going on? Are you dating? Are you so single? What, the last you wanna, time you, I, yeah, I mean, I feel like we became friends after the yeah. last podcast. Um, and you know, I'm really great at giving out dating advice. I'm, mm. the, I call myself the Coach K of dating. The um, Coach K of dating. Oh, you're a dookie. Too. Yeah, I'm a dookie. Yeah, okay. So, you know, when I R.I.P. Coach K. I saw someone be like, I. Well, he didn't die, but he's okay. hypothetical. The way <laughs> my heart. Breaking news. No. <laughs> Wait, almost just threw you, up. Your face changed right away. No, he's yeah, retired. I don't want to talk about, yeah. talk about yeah. the, okay. the new guy's good. I don't know. Whatever. So basically, love Coach K. Long live Coach K. Yes, long um, live. He's going to live forever. Don't forever, worry. forever. Sorry, everybody. You should honestly do another year. Yeah. Uh, basically, like I, and I'm curious what your take on this is. And I'm, I'm curious, like if you, you know, what's the latest update with your love life, mm-hmm. but you know, someone said, you know, kind of like a trolley comment being like, how are you like, you know, an expert in this space if like you haven't been in a relationship in a couple of years. But by the way, I've had many relationships. And by the way, coaches don't play. Yeah. And Coach I'm an expert K in- would get his ass kicked if he went on the court. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so there you fucking have to go. See, no, I, you have to see the arena in front of you. I yeah. feel like bird's eye view. Always easier when it's not you too. This is the other thing. Always. When it's your own problems, Always. you're sitting there going- you and I do this with myself all the time, and and look, I get that feedback a lot. Like I've been in long relationships, short term, but yeah. I'm giving an opinion on things I've felt yeah. in that moment that I was too afraid to fucking do. And advice is easy to give, tough to take. And so I have true. done it so many times. I, you know, just I'll give you an example. This morning, I had two dates set up for tonight. Oh, okay, not two one, dates. but two. Not one, two. That's right. So I. And it happened because I've been traveling and it just, you know, I'm like looking back at my text. I'm like, I've made some promises. Right. Okay. This happens. Both people I've never met before. Okay. So I, I do feel like. Why so, don't you just do one and then two? Well, That's the beauty of in New the, York. In the one night you could just go you from. absolutely. I, I, that was an option on the, on the list of options that was amongst the that thoughts was, That I was had. number one. Well, that was number one. And I said, you know what, Jared? Let's let's be an adult, you know. Like I, that would be like twenty five year old Jared. I'd be like, okay, yeah. gotta, you know, I, I I travel and I understand. But you that. travel, time is money. That, I'm sorry, that, but like that mentality makes sense to me. God. I'm too lazy at this point. So and am this I, is on but, me. Yeah. So, so I I uh, I went number one. I was like, do them both, and I'm like, you're not doing that. Okay. Stop it, Jared. And then I go number two is who'd you who are you excited to see? And I went back through, and there was one that I was like, ah, you know, I. We're, at this point, I'm, uh, I, I'm, I'm like not. It was just I, I, we're forcing this. Why? Too, too um, long to get to the date. Too long to get to the date. Uh, it went from me stopping talking on the app to then a DM like, "Hey, where you been on the app?" No, 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 no. no. To you know, and then you go and you start rethinking things because you go. And again, I'm with you. Like, no, no, no. no, no you know, no. now, now, Jared. Um, they're DMing you. They're making you rethink it. At that point, it becomes food in the fridge. Like, throw away the food. 
You know, like it's like it's like <laughs> I didn't know we were equating women to food to I throw away. This romance, this is yeah, yeah, no matter trash, matter trash. But yeah. I, I think no, I think you're right. I think that the the going from the app and for her to reach out and DM to me just really gives off like it just feels really desperate. Even though that might not be See, it. I wouldn't call her desperate. I would say I understand that she's like you know I've been on the app and been like. I can see how this would work. Which is why, yes, which is why I feel like the second you match with someone, you do a couple exchanges and then mm-hmm. I give them my number like right up because I'm like, it's it's got to get out of the app. It's, it's got to get out of the app. It's not real until it's out of the app. Well, that's the thing and I'm traveling so then you push along and you push along and you go and you start convincing yourself. Again, the food in the fridge thing isn't me, isn't me you know, I would say desperate is as mean as yeah, yeah, food no. in the fridge. I'm fucking But I, I would say the yeah. food in the fridge analogy is like because I will eat the pizza in the fridge. Wait, she's going to listen to this. We're fucked. Okay. No, 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 no. Okay. It's fine. But on that note, I think we're okay. But on that note, I've, I've said nothing wrong. I, no, neither I, 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 I do feel like it's a little desperado, but also at the same time, it's just like you want to get to the date. My question for you is this, mm. and this is something that I've been really struggling with, mm-hmm. is like, how has your you know public persona impacted your dating life? Like you talk about dating, like I talk yeah. about dating. I've been having this issue where like I'll meet someone out, you know, not like super like at a dinner party or something, and we're really hitting it off, and then they're like, "What's your Instagram?" Mm. And I'm having this conundrum where I'm like I don't want to give them my Instagram because my Instagram is my job sure and I'm not at Goldman Sachs fucking watching them on you know their computer while they're doing Excel yeah no and but but I guess in the defense you know everyone's doing their kind of like due diligence I mean you know we are you know we're we're similar generationally as far as like we'll Google things before we go of course and so will everyone we know you know but it's like, like and so they're gonna Google you just in the same way you would Google them and you you know i i would say the the part i i don't think your instagram would be the problem to me my in, insinuation okay, what, what's the problem of your issue would be like they're coming up to like you know battle the queen yeah. you know like there's okay. like a, oh there's my god like a, Jared, you call me a queen Thank yeah you so this much. is the, the but i'm saying there's yes. a you know there's a mountain to climb in, yeah in the, get some it, good fucking shoes there, well, let's that's fucking the thing. go they, they're strapping them on they're going okay boots up, tying baby. them on tight and they're going I'm going to Serena Kerrigan I'm yeah. going to fucking summit no so wonder I, I, you okay. know you don't want to be and I would you know I can understand you know from another perspective you go well I don't want to be you know like some sort of game for someone right. I had someone write to me on a dating app this was like months apart I, I wrote to them and again talk about desperate this could be me being desperate yeah Oh, by the way, I've been desperado before. Every million has. times. Again, advice easy to give, tough to take. It's very tough. So, it's, um, so I wrote to this woman, I res- uh, Hinge, I responded to their prompt, and then they, um, I know I, I liked their, I, I responded to their prompt with a question. So then no answer. So then I responded to my own question. I go, I guess I'll go first. Did my joke. Okay, Fine. Cool. Gave it second shot. Done. Do you practice material on Hinge? No. Okay. No, no, no. The, the, the material that I can't. All right. So then I, so then I forgot about it because on Hinge and on a dating app, you never get turned down, which is the beauty of it. That's why we're all on it because moves down the screen, you move on to the next match. I get that. A month later, she writes back, hey, sorry I didn't respond. Just wanted to see if I could match with Jared Freed on an app. How'd that make you feel? Horrible. Yeah. I was annoyed. I was I was I was frustrated by it. I was like, you could have just left this at you got your thing. Yeah. You got it. You didn't have to like thanks for letting me know. Yeah, like, I didn't have to be involved. I could have been delusional. Right. I well, could have let it go down the screen. I like think I it's thought. actually a nice a compliment. Like you're the Jared you, fucking Freed, well, okay? I don't take it that way because I'm like, yeah, I'm in my apartment with you know kumquats on the wall. So honestly, I, I love the kumquats. I right? think it's a really nice touch. I love this vibe. We've we've turned a studio into a studio. It's Literally really nice. qu- it's yeah. a studio squared. So, so but I get 
so I, I think that's the tough part is like, because right. I didn't like how that felt. So like, do you worry that like, you know, someone's there for the, the, the game well, of this Serena Carrot, Serena is, fucking Carrot. This was kind of what we were discussing. So basically anytime, this is, it's really truly wonderful to be your friend okay. for many reasons. Yeah. You're yeah. super talented and fun to be around, but also because I feel like getting a man's perspective on something is just why everyone listens to this fucking podcast. Sure, sure, sure. So the other day I was telling you how this guy was texting me non-fucking stop, yeah. saying shit like, good morning, like I'm just checking in, you seem like you're having a tough time, blah, 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 whatever. And it just came to a point where I was like, why the fuck isn't he asking me out? Yeah. Like, it was like, we weren't good friends. Like we'd met maybe once or twice before. And finally I put myself out there and I thought mm. I did a good job. Like, yes, I, no, I, you I, did a great job. I asked him out in a fun way and um, he ultimately decided that the friendship was just too valuable to him, but like it wasn't a friendship. Yeah, you're not friends. We're not friends. It's interesting to get your, the the issues you're coming to me with is, is so funny because you sent me the screenshot. Yeah. And it, it How was, lucky am I? It, you, you got a direct line. Direct fucking line. It's so <laughs> to, it. To the wizard. Okay. And I, <laughs> I looked at it and I was like, oh, it's so obvious to me. Like, and, and basically this guy was like going to a friend. He was getting all the elements of Serena fucking Kerrigan, the fun of the text, the fun of the banter, the fun of this, you know, the sexiness of it. Like you're in that world of like, oh, we're going to have a fun flirty text exchange. He's getting all that. And then the minute you were like, okay, let's fucking go. He goes, ah, well, we have a friendship. here. No, no, dude, you have a internet girlfriend that makes you feel a certain way. And then you go on with your life and. You're doing things other, you're going on dates, you know, so you have to, you know, I, I, I brought up this, the, the, the milk and the cow kind of analogy is like, you can't get the cow or the milk yeah. for free. If you get the milk for free, then why would you buy the cow? Which he was getting milk for free. It was just like great banter talking all the time. I don't like texting either. Well, so. this is the thing. Your banter is milk. You yeah, know, like we have to consider oh, I'm our, aware. <laughs> this is the thing. But there's people out there in podcast land, the people that are listening they're going, why are we, the pen pal thing. And it's yeah. like, yeah. you're giving this, that is. Per, the pen pal. That's attention, that's time, that's effort. So ultimately, yeah. we constructed a beautiful text, yes. me and Jared, and I could even read it. It's you want to read it? Yeah, you I think it's it? pretty good. Okay, okay, so basically what happened was, he ultimately was like, I just want to be your friend. I, I wouldn't want to fuck up this friendship. Yeah. Which like, by the way, like what, literally, truly what friendship? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. we've been talking for maybe a month max, met flirting. twice. It's flirting. So then ultimately, um, I was like, no worries. Like I let it go. Then literally the next morning at 8 a.m., he didn't yeah. even give me a second to breathe to like like mourn the loss of this potential. You know, sure. not that I actually gave a fuck. You, so it starts with, hey, let's go out. He writes back, we're too good of friends. No, no. He writes back, oh, yeah, let's get a group together. Yeah, and I was yeah, like, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. I ain't on a date. Yeah. And I, I played it off pretty well. Um, and then he was like, oh, shit, I had no idea. Ha, ha, ha. And then it was like. Yeah, the next morning, he's like... Yeah, and then we were like, we're too good of friends. And I was like, no worries, all good. And then the next morning at 8 a.m., like, you know, the conversation happened the night before at like 11 p.m. Like, he didn't even give me a full 12 hours to fucking like just just process what just went down. Because, yeah. you know, I thought he was into me. He says, good morning. How are we? Are we good? And then I said to Jared, I was like, you know what? Like, we are good, but like, I don't... You can't have me. No, I mean... Good morning, Tex. I mean, does he? That's the thing. That's what like, you, I never. Like, I don't even send my mom a good morning. I don't it's, fucking. It's send crazy. My, no. no, no, no. Good morning, Tex. You're an insane person. This is fucking crazy. <laughs> I saw that and I was like, this guy is coming back for his milk. You know, if we go back to that analogy, like 
He's and like, milk does taste good. It yeah, does. He's looking for that attention. So. so I said this. And I think this is good to read because I feel like people always don't know how to end things amicably. Mm-hmm, and I think it was mm-hmm. pretty angry. I said, hi. Yeah, we're totally good. In the spirit of being transparent, I can't text with you the way that we text as friends. Um, like, I can't with the good morning with you forever, you know? That was Jared. Um, I hear your side and I totally appreciate it. But for now, I'm going to put my energy into something else. I hope you can appreciate that. And I'm sure I'll see you out soon. Smiley face. Boom. Exclamation point. Done. His reaction was a little bizarre, but what like... What was his reaction to that? He was like, I can't believe you just broke up with me. You well, know? this is the thing. But he's he, trying to be funny, I think. He's trying to be funny, but he's trying to be like the victim here. He tried to play he's the al- victim. Yeah. He's also trying to let you know, like, I'm still here. Anytime you want to come back, that's the thing. And it's like, what I've noticed from this podcast, from all the, you know, the 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 emails I get from women is like, and we have one today that's that's kind of on this note where it's like, I want it to, I want to be loved or I want it to be smashed out into the ground. I want a yes or a fucking no. It's a fuck yes or a no. Well, this is what you want. This guy, and for a lot of guys, we love Why? vague options. Why? Um, it's back to the fridge thing. We want food in the fridge. Your whole life you're told, make the move, make the move, make the move. Talk to the girl. Take her out. Pay for dinner. Okay. You're put in the position of a lot of embarrassment. So then, so you want to make sure comfort. that there's safe options that you can come back to. But let's be honest, without with you. being turned down, because getting turned down, like we, like I think you and I are on the same page. It's summertime. It's time to get out there. Let's start meeting people in person. Like everyone wants the mm. IRL summer. Everyone wants to be out there on the West Side Highway talking to someone. Summer new. Fox. Yeah, summer baby. Fox. The whole yeah. we've branded the shit out of this. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Everyone wants that. It's. We have to also remember it is fucking hurtful out there too. The, you, you, the, the internet offers safety. The internet was created by nerds to make nerds feel more safe. We have to remember that. So cool people, you know, now we're using it to do the same things and we're getting used to it. So, you know, I was at a bar. I was at Spaniard. I love Spaniard. Okay. Because it's like going into like a zoo of 27-year-olds. Right. Okay. Which I thought at this point, you know. What's that? We would graduate. But. Yeah. No, 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 no. I go back late. Okay. I just like to just watch the, the world in front of me. Maybe something's going to happen. Okay. Who knows? They have a bench seat there. Okay. okay. There's a bench seat in between the two bars. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. As you walk, the, the bar's kind of split in two. You walk in the first bar and then you can go back to the second bar where there's a TV. Mm-hmm. I always try to watch the TV. If there's a game on, that'd be great. There's a little bench seat. So I saw the bench seat opened up. I go sit down. And I'm on it. It could fit three, two comfortably, three, if we had to, you know, do something. This woman comes up to me, cute, you know, and I'm like, she's coming up to me. I'm like, holy shit, hot chick coming up to me. Great. She comes up to me and she goes, hey, um, are you going to be there a while? Have you just sat down? And I go, I just sat down. But you know what? I can scooch over if you'd like. I got to the word scooch. She had already turned around, was like, he's not moving. No, he's not going to go. <laughs> and you're like, <laughs> and I'm sitting there going, oh. Did it like, hurt? Did yeah, it hurt? of course. Of course. I'm like, oh, maybe she's coming over to me to talk to me. Oh, maybe she knows me. Maybe follows on Instagram. No, yeah. no, he ain't moving. No, no, no. He's, no, it can only okay. fit. No, we, yes. we <laughs> like, so boom. I'm saying, yeah, we all want the IRL all summer. But it's but, gonna be tough. It's not easy. I think that that's the thing about the apps. It's like we, you can get rejected and not even know that you were rejected. That's yeah, the whole absolutely. point, right? That's like Raya, point. you don't match with someone unless they ma- they pick you. Yes. Hinge, like you just can X someone, but like they don't. We'll never know. There's no no. No one yeah. wants to approach. I know. And I, quite frankly, like I I want to be approached. I think everyone does. I mean, even I I 
I'd like to approach, and I, you know, the, the 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 advice I've been giving out that I've been trying to follow on my own, like again, easy to give, tough to take, is like, what are you drinking? Like, I think people order a drink that's a little mini art project. I think that's like a good approach. I think like, yeah, I love your shoes. Like, no, you have to. It has to be like a question is nice too. Like, what are you drinking? Like, what should I order? Like, do you like what? Yeah, these are all good approaches. I think those are good approaches when you make it about something that isn't about them. Not like, hey, where are you from? Make it about an object. An object, exactly. And and again, art projects. We're all narcissists. We all like creating. We all put the art on the fucking fridge. But on the subject of breaking, you know, you know, um, uh, 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 breaking the ice. We're gonna talk about yeah, fucking or game. like literally okay. uh, this this works. Okay, okay, I'm holding it up for the YouTubers at home. If you're on YouTube, it's called Let's Fucking Date. It's a card game. I have all the iterations. You've sent me you all do? the iterations. Okay, yeah. I got them. This That's is great. So now, let's have you fucking ever date. fucking used them yet? I haven't. Well, I'm embarrassed to say because I don't. You know, when I read your, you put up stories about testimonials. It, yeah, the testimonials, and they they're great and loving. Beds have been broken. So. What can we do? Yeah. Give me an example. Oh, you want to break your bed? No. You want to break your bed? I'm going to break the bed right now. I want to know. But like when I read them, I'm like, this seems like it's four, four dates in. Yes, you're right. It's I not a say, first date. That's no, okay. So basically, it goes this is first like even base. Pre where I'm at, it's yeah. first base, second base, third base, home fucking run. So I think that you're right. Hey, wait, like, explain that to me. The, the, the this is the home run. No, no. These questions are. Okay. Th- wow, you didn't even fucking open the deck. No, okay. <laughs> these questions. Never giving you a PR again. I want it. I like the sweatshirt. Okay, so these qu- you would love the game. Yeah. It, this deck comes in four categories, okay. right? So each question like has it at the top. So it goes first base, second base, third base, home fucking run. Mm-hmm. The higher the base, the hotter the question. So li- you could pull out base one and two at a bar, play with a group of friends. Like girl, that's what people do. So on you dates. would. So for example, you'd be at a bar with friends. You'd see a home fucking run one. You go, we'll put this at the bottom of the deck. Well, I mean, I, I'm saying you could hypothetically do that. What's the last text you sent about me? I mean, we could hypothetically like that's a home run question, see, which could so be these hot. These are all questions you'd be afraid to ask, but you're getting, you know, prompted oh, to ask. What about this one? This is great. What's the photo that you show to your friends and say that's them? Oh, that's a good one. I've always said I'm too scroll hot. <laughs> You got to go down my page a couple. I'm not right. You can't just give over my profile. I, I'm Why like, not? no. If, if, if uh, that's that's my look is is you go, you can't just release. You could release you know, the, the Instagram profile. You could release. Okay, so another one is like, you know, what would your family think of? Yes, they're questions that like you might want to. You would never want to prompt. What would your family think of me? Yeah, that's fine. But yes, you're right. I think a first date's a little strong. I would bring this out on date maybe three, two. I, I the way the testimonials. What sound, is one thing you wanted to say to me but haven't yet? It's kind of hot. Great, great question. Great bar question. You're like ten. You could also play in. this with friends. Yeah, play with friends. Please so, try it. Okay, we're gonna try it. Let's fucking date.com. Yeah, Let's get the cards. I'm gonna bring it out with me in my back pocket anytime. I'll you know just that girl that it. you were sitting on that bench with? She wouldn't have left if you had the fucking game. She didn't even make it to the bench. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> He's not leaving. Yeah. So listen, everyone, go follow Serena at Serena Kerrigan. Go 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 right now. All the where, great no, stuff. we need to do that again. Where was the enthusiasm? Go, go, go. Let's fucking go. Go, go, go. I don't have to. Listen, I'm not, that's not my brand. <laughs> this is a order. At Serena Kerrigan. Go fucking follow right now. All platform. At Serena Kerrigan. I also didn't want to confuse. I would. I actually would think it would be at Serena fucking Kerrigan, but I don't know. Are no. you allowed to do that? It's just, it's preferable for brands maybe. To I got you. Yeah, you're going to get paid. <laughs> at Serena Kerrigan. Go follow right now. Talk about getting paid. We are sponsor people. People, people, people. Babble, babble. <laughs> Learning a second language in school wasn't exactly a high point for some of us. 
I fucking sucked <laughs> at learning a second language. You speak Spanish fluently. Sí, al español. I, see, I'm lost. I uh, now, thanks to Babbel, I can talk to Serena fucking Carrigan. The language learning app that's sold more than 10 million subscriptions. There's a fun and easy way to learn a new language. Babbel teaches bite-sized language lessons that you'll actually use in the real world. Here's what I'll say about Babbel. Here's what I love. Talk about putting your brain on the shelf. You listen to the J Train podcast, and you're like, "Let me do an hour on my walk with Babbel and improve my life." Don't you want to go on vacation? Don't you want to go to Europe? Don't you want to go to Spain? Don't you want to have a hot siesta? Okay, the only way you're going to do that with Babbel, because you got to get to the bathroom. Okay, hey, uh, the, the, uh, where's the bathroom? Yeah, yeah, Don El Baño. Okay, <laughs> so listen, Babbel is a way to improve your life. I'm telling you right now, Babbel's 15 minute lessons. 15 minutes. Easy. What the fuck are you doing? 15 minute lessons. Yeah, get off of Instagram, like my shit, then get off of Instagram. And use Babbel. Babbel's 15-minute lessons make it, uh, make it the perfect way to learn a new language on the go. Babbel lessons were created by over 100 language experts, not AI like the other apps. Choose from 14 different languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, German. You can access podcasts, games, videos, stories, and even live classes so you'll learn the way, the way that's best for you. Oh, so there's different ways to learn, you know, right side of the brain, left side of the brain. And with Babbel's speech recognition technology, you improve your pronunciation and accent. Plus, Babbel comes with a 20-day money-back guarantee. Right now, save up to 60, 60, 60, 60% off your subscription when you go to babbel.com slash jtrain that's babble.com slash jtrain for up to 60 60 60 percent off your subscription babble language for life here with serena kerrigan let's, let's go. go lifestyle question not drinking on a golf trip see you're out i see you out we have had we you know i see you at restaurants you're at parties the drinking yeah what about Tough it? for me why i drink every fucking night i'm i'm you know like last night i hadn't drank i didn't have a drink last night i was proud of myself and i was like this is sad that i'm proud of myself yeah it it's, had been, because I was on the road, I was, uh, you know, Denver, New Orleans, these are drinking towns, Denver, New Orleans, um, Athens, Georgia, Columbus, Ohio, San Francisco, and I got back, I was like, I, I, you simply have to take a break. You I need a break. You're, you're out there. What do you do? You know, I really try to limit during the week. That yeah. being said, Monday and Tuesday were definitely drinking days for me, <laughs> yeah. um, and I'm going to drink tonight and tomorrow, but I... I think it's really about, you know, capping it at two drinks if you can during the week. Two drinks. I, and listen, I'm, 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 I'm a more, more, more an extra guy. <laughs> I, when, two drinks is enough. It's done. I think spreading Especially it out, if you're going on a date. J-Train, thanks for all that you do. I'm a longtime listener of all your pods. Came to your show in Cincinnati, the one next door to the Cheesecake Factory. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty big time. Uh, <laughs> recommend you to all my friends. I'm writing this email on behalf of my husband. My husband recently decided to cut way back on alcohol and essentially doesn't drink at all anymore. He used to be a heavy drinker. Nothing crazy, just a lot of beer while golfing, football games, etc. No specific reason why he stopped, but just feels he has a more clear head, less anxiety, feels better for his overall health when he doesn't drink. I think that is so, that speaks to me. I literally this, wish I could be your husband. The, the, this, this, you need anyway, we got a new husband for it. Uh, this brings me to the specific issue at hand. He's set to go on a golf trip with three other guys in about a month, all of whom are social heavy drinkers. Fine. The problem is the expectations that everyone drinks whatever they want over the course of the weekend, charges it to the room where they're staying, and then at the end of the weekend, it all gets split four ways. He doesn't want to seem like a cheapskate, but it feels wrong for him to pay $300 or whatever one-fourth of the total drinking cost is. 
probably more than that, essentially for his buddies to drink while he just pounds Diet Cokes all weekend. Does he say something beforehand? And if so, how does he word it without coming off cheap? Does he offer uh, up his spot on the trip to someone else? Does he suck it up and pay? Thanks for all you do. What do you think, Serena Carey? Okay, so my one of my best friends, who's also actually on my team, mm. uh, Chloe, she doesn't drink. And okay. I we talked about this. I actually have a lot of friends that don't drink and they get into this conundrum because they go to mm. like group dinners, they go to all these things. I actually think in this case, if he can afford it, what I would do for him is I would put it all on actually his card and then he can subtract, which is kind of a crazy thing to do. Explain he, this a little bit more. He puts the, okay, there's a couple scenarios. Well, of first this. of all, the, the thing that I'm like jumping on and I don't know, go ahead. I don't want to interrupt. But okay. Yeah. Pause. Let's actually like go back. One, I don't think you should feel embarrassed or petty or that you're being cheap by being no. like, hey, like I'm not drinking. Like that's like if everyone was going to, you know, go on a gondola ride and you didn't go, why would you have to pay for it? Like it's remotely sure. the same thing. And I think we all know all these gondola rides we're doing. We got to make sure we. Many. Yeah. I think it just requires taking out a fucking calculator and just doing the math, which is like not that difficult. Also, yeah. you could put the whole thing on your card, which is like ridiculous, but you could and then you could. Divide it out. And then you can say, hey, everyone, this is how much you owe me. You become the accountant. Which is which is nice. Which is actually nice. And also kind of you can avoid the conversation that way. I, I He's going on the trip. That option Yeah, the whole is, thing of not going because you're not drinking. That's a bad process. when it's the wife sending in the email being like, well, should he, hey, my wife says I can't. You, you don't want to be that wife. Do, yeah, right. You don't want to be. So and, he wants and, to go on the trip he and he should. The Here's the other thing. People change. Just like your husband has cut back on drinking. So are these guys. So let's keep that in mind. Like she's saying they're all heavy social drinkers. There's, there's a little bit of judgment in that based on the people you used to know. Just like your husband, these guys are slowing down too. I'm slowing down. We're all slowing down. So that's part of this too. Except for Serena. She's <laughs> speeding up. So no, I would say I think I love your idea about putting it on his tab. You put the credit card because points. So now you're getting some of it back. That's a good thing. I would also say, let's get ahead of this. I think getting ahead is always the answer. It's not the cover, it's not the crime, it's the cover up. You know, it's not, you're not annoyed at the person who, at the group dinner who's like, can we do separate checks before you sit down? You're annoyed at the person at the group Just dinner who goes, well, I had yeah. three ounces, get ahead. So I would say to this guy, hey, here's my suggestion to you. I, I think when, as the wife writing this in, this is, I just want to make sure. You got to be careful of like being the puppeteer, you know, because you got to make it, let him make the decision you want him to make, which is, it sounds like she's kind of doing. I would say to him, here's an idea. Text the whole group. Can we do separate tabs this weekend? I'm not drinking as much lately. Let's figure out a different way to pay for this. Now it's ahead. It's been said. The guys will go, yeah, whatever. What do we think? Now a plan is being made. If you get ahead, you're always good. Totally agree. I totally agree. I think, um, you know, these are also your friends. Like, yeah. you shouldn't feel. But I do, I have to say, like, I've been in situations where, like, I'm at dinner with my friends and I don't want to drink. Mm -hmm. And I feel an extreme amount of pressure. Like, oh, oh you're not God. drinking? And, and I'm like, well. I'm not drinking becomes a judgment on the people drinking. And I don't do that to people. But I've, it's been but done to me. And then, of they're course, they're doing it you know, to I'm themselves. Like, oh, like, I was like, oh, you know, and then yeah. I'm like, no, I didn't want to do this to begin with. <laughs> I know. So I think it's tough. I think it's like, it's also that. It's not even just the money. I think it's like maybe the fear of like, well, what are they going to say? Like, I don't know how close they are. Well, but at the end of the day, they're your friends. They should want the best for you. In, in addition to the whole thing is like, he's going to have a beer. She says he's cut back. She, right. you know, he's going to go have a beer. He's going to hang out. Yeah. And so I think he doesn't. The cheapskate is the ticky tacky, I ate 
one fry, so I should only pay 10 cents for the fry. No. Hey, can we do separate tabs this weekend? I'm kind of doing my own thing. Boom. Done. J Train yeah. Podcast at Juma.com. <laughs> J Train Podcast at Juma.com. Here with Serena Kerrigan at Serena Kerrigan. Let's fucking date.com. Get the card game. I'm looking at it. I mean, it's a great idea. We just talked about how hard it is to break the ice. Get off the internet. Use these. We're going old school. Very fucking good. Let's fucking date.com. Guarantee best sex of your life. Promise. The best sex of your life. Or your money back. Just kidding. We don't do refunds, but trust <laughs> me. For $25, come on. Hypothetically, you know, okay. J Train. Afraid of the suburbs. Would you ever move to the suburbs? You're a city woman. I'm a born and raised New Yorker. I was conceived in the West Village. Mm-hmm. I was conceived in this building. No, I'm just kidding. But close. <laughs> um, I think my parents literally lived on this. That's a weird street. conversation with mom and dad. Where was I conceived? Was this brought up? You know, they divorced when I was two. So that's okay. kind of my only like, you know, fond memory that <laughs> I don't actually remember the, of them together. <laughs> that's them the last family moment. In the West Village. <laughs> um, suburbs for me, like, no, I will definitely be a New Yorker forever. But I would definitely get like a country house. Okay. Like a country Hamptons, house for those. Fire Island. Yeah, like, th- this is a very New York thing. The country house thing is a New Yorker. What's that? No one calls it a country house except here. Oh, what, this what is, is it like, called? Like, I remember when I moved here. Because it's in the country. Because it's in the country, but the country could be like 20 minutes up the yeah. highway. Yeah. This is a New York thing for those out of the, out of the mm. New York area. It is so funny when you move here, people are like, oh, yeah, they have a country house. And you yeah. go, oh, is there horses? Is there farms? <laughs> oh, and it's like, no, no, no it's just a house just, in the suburbs. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's hilarious. So um, would I move to the country? Yeah. Yeah, I went out a second home. Yeah, yeah exactly. I understand. Listen, I, I think you're going to relate to this email okay. because this is very applicable. What's up, Papa JT? Before I get to my question, I want to hit you with some much-deserved feathering. Well, thank you. Get out them feathers. I'm a day one listener from the TFM podcast days, and it's been truly awesome to watch you both, uh, both your podcast and your stand-up careers grow over the years. You absolutely nail it with the, with the addition of the Luxury Lounge. I love getting both free and Patreon versions each week. Subtle Patreon plug. Patreon.com slash Jared Freed. $5 a month. Three, uh, two extra podcasts a week. Uh, you can get into that patreon.com slash Jared Freed for some background I'm a 26 year old guy from a major east coast city and I'm starting to see my friend group which mostly consists of college friends and their significant others split into those who want to move towards settling down and those who aren't quite ready to give up the going out having fun lifestyle Compounding this problem, my girlfriend, 25, and I have moved away from the city for her grad school program and won't be back until we are 27 and 28 years old. Our major concern here is that when we get back to the city with all our friends, more than half of them will be moving into the marriage kids phase of life. To some extent, we are worried that the fun lifestyle we left in the city, especially before the pandemic, won't be there when we get back. So my question is, how do you navigate a friend group heading towards your 30s? And do you have any advice for managing friendships with people who want to settle down before for you uh, big thanks for all of the work you do from a guy who's not ready for the burbs okay let me fucking tell you this i'm 28 years old mm-hmm. and i'm in no rush mm-hmm. and i have you know eight best friends from college some of them live in new york city some of them don't you know and ultimately some of them yeah are moved in with their boyfriends and are gonna get engaged within mm-hmm. the next two years i think but then I, you make a lot new, I made a lot of new friends and so will you you're gonna have friends from your grad program mm-hmm. you're gonna get back you're gonna have a job like yeah I think it's a very big mistake to ever compare or to be live in fear. I'm scared in three years. You don't even know yeah. what's going to happen in three years. In three years, everyone could break up, get divorced. The world could no, end. You have no idea. There could be another pandemic. I think like, you, you can't live like that. You bring up a very good point because they, they say uh, the way they've worded this is um, if I want to go back to 
Uh, our major concern here is that when we get back to the city, all of our friends, more than half of them, will be moving into the marriage kids phase of How life. How do you know? And oh no, no, they uh, okay. Here, here's the sentence: split into uh, uh, split into those who want to move towards settling down, and those who aren't quite ready to give up the going out, having fun lifestyle. But that's not how it works. That's not how it works. Yeah, not, no. It's not. There's, also, a lot of my friends are in relationships headed towards marriage. Like they've yeah. been together for eight years. They they rage with me. They go out with me. Well, this is a, this is a very male perspective, I think, on like what a relationship. It, it's like going out, having fun, moving to the suburbs, and get serious about life. Yeah, and I mean, it's like you got to let that go. Mm-hmm. That's not. It's not going to be helpful. I've I've been guilty of this as well, where you're like, oh, and then it all ends. And it's like, and I don't think, I don't think women think of it that way at all. They're like, no, then the fun keeps marriage, family. We'll go out. We'll have a date night. And it's like a lot of guys are, and yeah. I can hear it in this email yeah. where they're, they're like, fearful, as fuck. fearful, like just like, oh, then we move to the suburbs, and I become dad from the commercial. Like, is this, dad, you fucking idiot. You know, like <laughs> nightmare. Is this why, like, you know, when there's bachelor parties, it's like Brian's last day of freedom, mm. or like, like last weekend of freedom, freedom. Why do you lose your freedom? Let me tell you something. When I get fucking married. My life is going to be far from fucking over. That's the thing. This like, is I want to be a social power couple bitch. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's right. Social t shirt idea. So, I that could be the wedding t shirt. There you, you know, go. Social ca- power As couple if I'm bitch. I'm wearing a t shirt at my wedding. Anyway. <laughs> this is for the, you know, the, the makeup the plot, session, the plot, whatever. Yeah. So, I, I, I would say to this person the key to this whole thing is uh, events. Plan and by events. the way, there's so many. There's a, a, so many. And create them. I remember when in college we created this thing called the Mustache Bash, the Tom Selleck Mustache Bash. This is back in college. We were like, they were like, what's the Tom Selleck Mustache, mustache Bash? And we just started making it up on the spot. People got so fucking pumped about this Mustache Bash. People spent a month growing up mustaches. We made t-shirts with Tom Selleck's face on it. Like, again, we've discussed it, Serena with the mustache, but... This was fun. Now, Agree. people love getting dressed up. People love themes. themes. People love events. People love yearlies, something to look forward to. So with your close, close friends, relationships are changed. Everybody's going to be moving. You, you know, the song, when we grow, I remember. It's going to be playing in the background. Right, right, of your right, life. Right, right. Graduation. The, yeah, yeah, exactly. So what you need to do is create some fun events that you can start now that can become city suburb things that you can there's going to be a different event for the city than there would be in the suburb your friend with the yard is going to have a different themed event than you're going to have i think this is like in the land of creativity let's get creative i think that you can't yeah i think also the the predicting of the future well in three years in three years you don't fucking know you might hate all those people that you were friends with probably not though yeah you're gonna make new friends i agree like every year i throw a big birthday party you mm-hmm. didn't show up i missed it this year does not play my card game does it he fucking hates me whatever <laughs> anyway huge so, fan yeah okay love seeing so I, you out i saint theo's we gotta do a saint theo's night yeah I like okay that well i'm gonna right. let you plan that day okay. so i uh, basically like i do a party every single year it's called hbds of klfg's happy birthday serena fucking carry on let's fucking go but i it's like become this like <laughs> on, the acronym again happy birthday serena fucking carrigan let's fucking go hbds of klfg i love it is there t-shirts for this this is a t-shirt opportunity there was a lot of merch Dice, a lot of merch alas, okay. you can make it okay anyway i've done this party since i was 21 and it's become now this like like people fly to new york to, to for the party my mm. friends that live in la or in rochester new york in the country like so <laughs> in maine like and i think that that's like a big thing i think my other friend she has a house in connecticut suburbs she has yeah. a pool party every year same time around every year. So I think like you can start making these traditions that will unite everyone create together create your own thanksgiving that's what it is. Thanksgiving's the best holiday of the year because it's... It, the same it, time every year. Same time. Consistent. Yeah. No gifts for anybody. Nope. 
you just feed your fucking face and, and that's it and drink. sit in, and drink and you sit in your sweats and you hug your, your, your loved ones. Let's create some, and I hate Friendsgiving. I love creating summertime Thanksgiving, springtime Thanksgiving, but don't call it Thanksgiving. Don't call it Friendsgiving. Let's give it, you know, pool party. HBD, SFK, LFG, LFG, whatever it is. I almost nailed it. JTrain Podcast at gmail.com. JTrain Podcast at gmail.com. We're sponsored people. Ooh, upstart. We've all been there. You get hit by an unexpected expense or bill. When that happens, it can feel like the weight of the world is coming down and it's normal to not know where to turn. Luckily, Upstart is here to help. Upstart powered personal loans can help you pay down high interest debt all online with simple and easy to understand payment terms. Whether it's paying off credit cards, consolidating high interest debt, or funding personal expenses, Upstart can help you get one fixed monthly payment with a clear payoff date. Upstart knows you're more than just your credit score, so their model considers other factors like your income and employment to find you a smarter rate for your loan. You can check your rate in minutes for loans between $1,000 to $50,000 without impacting your credit score. You can even receive funds as fast as one business day after accepting your loan. This is huge, people. Uh, also, if you're dealing with credit card uh, debt and you can get a better rate with Upstart and you can check it without impacting your credit score, that w- that's like finding money in your pocket. So don't wait. Check your rate today at upstart.com slash JTrain. That's upstart.com slash JTrain to check your rate today. Don't forget to use our URL to let them know we sent you. Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit, income, and certain other information provided in your loan application. Go to upstart.com slash JTrain. Here with Serena Kerrigan at Serena Kerrigan, let's fucking date.com. AA isn't an option. Okay. I like this question. Okay. J Train. Feather Feather. This is a more serious question, but we'll greatly appreciate your advice. I like a serious question every now and again. My best friend is what most would call a boss bitch. <laughs> okay. Imagine if someone wrote in a question about me. It was like, <laughs> it's like fuck. She she added fuck into her name at a young age. No. Yes. It's a boss bitch. Yes. She excels in a male dominated, highly paid corporate job. Definitely not. Okay. Sense. She's generous and thoughtful. Okay. And we have been close friends for five years when I moved to the city. Again, new city friend. The problem is she is a highly functional alcoholic and has been since I met her. She basically drinks a whole bottle every night with a sleeping pill. She'll sneak wine in her purse if we go out. And honestly, I dread going out with her because she gets too drunk and sleepy. She's not a menace to society when she's drunk, but I'm genuinely worried about her as she has had a few accidents where she injured herself. One was quite serious. Okay. She's done therapy before and she admits she drinks too much, but it's not like alcohol is ruining her life in the traditional sense. I don't know what to say to her. Sincerely, how does I make sure she doesn't kill herself with it when everyone else thinks she's killing it? This is very difficult. Well, interesting that the subject was AA is not an option mm. because I feel like that's a very good option. That's a great option. Yeah. Because of I all think, the options. It's a- I think there's a lot of stigma when it comes to addiction because I think that, you know, when you say, oh, like she's a, f- a high functioning woman. Mm-hmm. So she probably doesn't is in denial, mm-hmm. you know, about. But I think it's like on a spectrum, right? Like you can have addiction issues. You can be, you know, a abuse that's a very strong word mm. alcohol without and still be high functioning and i don't know i think well that's a, that it's interesting that you're like abuse and it's a strong word because that's kind of the land we live in now that these things get overlooked because you know we all kind of joke around oh i'm such an alcoholic right. i went out oh but really i'm not but, but i'm not or and are so, we or, or exactly so like this person someone gets left in the cracks of those words that we're using kind of wrongly which is like and again, this is a serious topic. If yes. you're dealing with alcohol uh, addiction, I mean, it's. It, I could understand if someone is dealing with their own sobriety, 
this, you know, the languaging around people who party would be annoying because you're like, you're you're using, you know, uh, high functioning. You know, we it's like when someone uses like trauma and they're like, because they had a breakup and the breakup was just a normal breakup. You go, well, it could have been trauma. It could have been. That's a thing. Though. But no, I like, mean, I think if that, we don't use these yeah. words carefully, of people course. get left in the cracks. And I think this is a person who's like, I'm killing it. And oh, I drank too much. A pill with my bottle of wine. You go, she's mixing. Yeah, I don't do that. Yeah, that's and I don't drink a whole bottle of wine to the base. Exactly. Like mix that sentence, mixing pills with alcohol. We're we're in a different world, and uh, but we're not professionals. We don't know, and that's the thing. You're not a professional. So when you go to her, she goes, "That's your opinion. We're drinking together." So that's even harder. I think in a situation like this, I would come from a place of like not accusing mm. no labeling because exactly like I think it needs to come from um emotion I think mm. it would be good being like I need to talk to you I feel scared like I mm. feel like I see you and you know and just say things that she can't really negate she can negate that she's a high functioning alcoholic she can negate that because she's like who yeah. the fuck are you to tell me but she can't negate your feelings and I think if you come from like it makes me really sad. What can I do to help you? Like, mm -hmm. I'm really nervous. I don't know. I feel like maybe that's a, that's a diff different I'm, approach. I think that's a... If someone came up to me and said that... I, I think would, that's fair because right. the, the part of this email that got me the most was, honestly, I dread going out with her because she gets too drunk and sleepy. Some so, people being not fun is their biggest fear. You know? <laughs> like I had an issue with a friend of mine who every time she would go out, it... um. She would drink, she would just overdrink mm. and become hysterical. Mm. Okay. She's my best friend. And I, I approached the situation wrongly. I was just like, you have like a drinking problem, right? And that came off, first of all, like, who the fuck am I to say anything? Uh, but, yeah, I, but you're there with me, she's probably saying. Right, yeah. exactly. But and I do drink, but I I I think I know my limits. I try to, and I I don't get I'm I'm pretty like easy drunk, regardless. I said, I was like, I think you have a drinking problem. Mm. And immediately I lost her, right? I yeah. lost that argument. I lost whatever kind of progress there. And what ended up happening was almost when we kept going out together, I think it even made her more anxious because she thought that I was judging her. So she would drink even more. So then eventually, yeah. we got into kind of a confrontation where I was like, she was like, it really hurt my feelings. Like, I don't have an issue. Like, that was fucked up. And I was like, I'm so sorry. I just want to have fun with you. And sometimes it's like, yeah. it becomes like annoying. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm telling you after that conversation. But I was like, you're right. You don't have a problem. Maybe like we just had, weren't having good synergy in our energy or whatever. Since then, it's been great. He, I, I love that story because it's true. It's the two sides of the coin. It's the accusation versus the, hey, I'm just trying to have fun with a friend. Right. And I'm losing that friend. But this is all kind of talk that happens at like an intervention. So the, the idea, is, I think like yeah. you sit with people and you tell them, I loved you. When, you know, right. I've seen them on TV. I don't know. I, you know. Again, we're not professionals. We don't know. We're, we're talking out of rest. We're talking in an empathetic yeah. way about in, in Just ways based off we, of our own experience. Yeah. So, yeah. But I would also say this might be grounds for a professional. Like it might be grounds for like talking to her family. I was going to say be, that, the parents. Yeah, the yeah, parents. I really thought it was an issue. Right. Because and, my and, friend like literally would just cry over like guys. So I was like, okay. But if, if my friend was physically falling, hurting herself, that's when I think the line becomes crossed. And, and I and think, mixing, yeah. yeah, mixing. And then I think just it has to be done sober. And it has to be like, 
it has to be an olive branch, not an accusation. And and it's like don't I'm, start the conversation with you have a drinking problem, you're high function alcohol. <laughs> do not do, say I feel. Always come from I feel. Yeah, I I feel like I'm having less fun with you. Or I feel like, scared because yeah. she does feel scared or here, whatever. Like I, they feel scared. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Here with Serena Kerrigan at Serena Kerrigan. Great Go questions. follow. We get the best. Very deep. Very, deep. very wonderful questions. They trust you. They trust the, the show, I think. We're sponsored, though. You know who I trust? Uh, listen, this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Life can be overwhelming and many people are burned out without even knowing it. Symptoms can include lack of motivation, feeling helpless or trapped detachment and fatigue. I'm going to tell you right now, I feel a lot of burnout myself. This is a tough, you know, I, I think from the pandemic, we, we have had three different lifestyle changes in a very short amount of time. It's normal. You had your pre-pandemic life, you had your in-quarantine life, and now you're coming out of it and it's all change, 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 and it's hard, hard, hard. So I think any of our roles in life can lead us to feeling burned out. And BetterHelp Online Therapy wants to remind you to prioritize yourself. Talking with someone can help you figure out what's causing stress in your life. Here's what I'll say about BetterHelp. I don't know if it's the final solution for you and what you're going through mentally, but I can say it's a great toe in the water. It's a great way to, you know, because I always talk about like, who do you go to? What do you do? And then you start questioning, then you end up doing nothing. BetterHelp is a great first option. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat session with your, with your therapist so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy. Give it a try and see if online therapy can help you lower your stress. JTrain Podcast listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash JTrain. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash JTrain. Here with Sarita Kerrigan. I love okay. this one. Is a single summer worth losing a great connection? No. No? No. I mean, I think that it's worth exploring that connection, but ultimately, like, wait, I... Wait, yeah, wait, wait, explain that. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, like, why would you... So you have a great connection with someone. You've been on, like, multiple days with them. They're amazing. You like them. And you're giving it up so you can, like, fuck around over the summer? I don't know. In my opinion, it's hard to find a really great connection. That's an interesting... I... I I like that perspective. Let's get into the email. J Train, OG listener here. Love oh, sorry. All your I thought that was the question. No, the, <laughs> I, just I think it's off. a great answer. But I, I didn't I think even hear the question. Sorry. It's okay. No, I. But I'm. I. I'm with you. How great is it if you're looking to like give it up? You know, like that's. If you're asking this question. You know the answer. I'm nearly out of a relationship. I'm nearly out of a relationship. We dated for six years. We broke up in the fall, but he didn't move out of my house until right around the holidays. Since then, I've gone on some dates and tried to have fun, but I told myself I would be single through the summer. I started dating my ex when I was 21 years old. I'm now about to be 28 and feel I've never had any time on my own as an adult. I think it's important for me to learn to be alone before jumping into something serious. I finally really like myself in my life. I have tons of fun uh, things and trips planned with friends, and I'm really happy for the first time in a while. Enter a, enter a hinge date that went too well. He's amazing. So good looking. So fucking nice. We have the best conversations, similar interests. He has a great job. Checks all the boxes. Our first date was, sim was amazing. 
We already made the second date plans while we were there. Since then, he has stayed over at my place a couple times. Great sex. We've gone to a few NHL games, and we've gone out to eat a few times a week for, uh, for two months. He told me that he is absolutely okay with taking it slow, which I liked. I will fully admit we are pretty much dating without the title. Neither one of us are seeing other people, obviously spending a lot of time together, etc. He was not okay with it when I told him I might want to wait till September to make things official. He said he's already treating me like his girlfriend. We get along really well, get along with each other's friends, and the only thing that's missing is the title. After such a long relationship, I'm not sure I'm ready to have a boyfriend so soon, but I also don't want to lose him, which I know is selfish. What do you think? Cut it off for single girl summer or accept that the guy is great and maybe worth taking the leap for? Wow. Tough situation. Tough. I mean... But I, I, your initial statement stands but so i i want to stand by it mm. but i also am like if this was really i feel like there's something that maybe she's not telling us mm. because she's like he's perfect he's perfect he's perfect but i don't want to be official it's like i'm sorry but like if it's not a fuck yes it's a no and it's <coughs> mm-hmm. not giving fuck yes it's giving on paper it's a fuck yes yeah he's giving you commitment he's good looking he's checking all the boxes but i think like if this was your person, you wouldn't you wouldn't care about going to Mykonos and making up with some disgusting like person, yeah. you know, that you're never going to see again. Versus, right? Am I'm going to use a, a a saying that you know, considering the timing isn't probably yeah. very good, but you can't be half pregnant. You know, you you got to go <laughs> considering what's not. going on in the news. But I would say she's looking to be half pregnant. She's looking to have. You know, I like this guy. He's cool, checks these boxes, but I want this. I think the remedy to her situation, the answer will provide itself. I think she's afraid to lose a good hand. And I don't think, I think it, they say, I'll give an even better saying, scared money never wins. When you go to the casino, if you're playing with yeah. money that you're afraid of losing, you don't win shit. So then what do you think? She's yes. got to dump it. Dump end it. it. Yeah. End That's it. Right. Live without him. You might have a month and go, you know what? And listen, you went on a hinge date to find a guy. So like you went on the hinge date. Great. We had a great time. Okay. I'm still thinking of this single girl summer. Then yeah. End it. Now you might go two weeks. Here's the problem. It's like this. And I. I, You think that she's going to go two weeks without him and want him back? She might. But give yourself the chance to want him back. See if you miss him. Yeah. Yeah. Like let's see if you. And. Everyone is redeemable. Every relationship's redeemable. If two people are on the same page, you might, ha- it might take some work, but at the same time, you got to go, hey, like we, you know, we tried this. I am not ready. To-. And there's nothing worse than dating someone on a different timing than you. Like I've dated people where I'm like, I know I'm below where they are. And you feel it. It makes you anxious. You wish you were there with them, but you're not. And it's like, I need to get out of this to get some perspective on it. I think that that's really true too. I think also like the fact that they're in limbo right now is the problem. They're not single, but they're not dating. They're not official. Like they, you, I think that that's another well, issue too. He's also revealed. I, I yeah, do this, re- this thing called the reveal where I'm oh, like, instead of like the talk, I think the reveal is a better move. Which, yeah. the, the, the reveal is basically like, I want to be in a relationship. Yeah. And he said that. He goes, I got everything but the title. And she goes... Uh, yeah, and it's, it's like no. now you know the, the lights have been turned on the bar's closing you can't go back yeah. you see what they really look like and you go oh I don't know about this so that's what's happening right now so he's revealed you have looked into yourself you've gone wow it wasn't a yes on that it's time to break it off but I again I don't want to say break up to get back together break up to get 
Perspective. Perspective. I agree. I mean, I, I, my last relationship, the guy was like way ahead of me than I mm. was with him. And I just remember when he asked me to his girlfriend, like I had that like trickle of doubt. And then I was like, oh no, I'm just not used to a guy being so nice, so into me. Yeah. <laughs> well, but like, you know what I mean? So not toxic and like whatever. And ultimately, I know. I just said that doubt, like that's your gut. And the problem is you feel evil because it's like, feel awful. I got love for you. And they're handing you love and everyone's like, this is what you and want. Then you, and then you get the ick. And then you got to turn it down. Then you get the ick. JTrainPodcast.gmail.com. Sorry, I feel like I kind of just like, you know, I, I, it took me a while to develop. But I think that ultimately my North Star is if it's not a fuck yes, it's a no. And I really look, like everything in my life. Food, I don't, clothes, listen, people, friends, like guys. Like it's just like if I don't have that fuck yes feeling, then next. But it's very hard when it's a yes. And you go, yeah, but it's not a, a fuck, fuck yes. yes. And you go... And I've had that in my life. I understand that completely because you're going, I'm in something good. And everyone's telling me how. Yeah, and you start that's second guessing yourself. You second guess. Yeah. This is what she's doing. I think, like, she wrote the email. You know, she's got all these fun plans for the summer. And oh, I do awesome. think this, like, I think the fuck yes, fuck no mentality gets mixed in with also, you can't come back to a fuck yes. You can come back to that. You could go, yeah, right now. No, no, no. And then later you go, you know yeah. what? That's what exactly. But you know what, what you needed. should do this summer? Do it for the fucking plot. That's what and you should do. And go to letsfuckingdate.com. Bring this on pick your trips. Up the, pick so up you can the, flirt the, the with some men abroad. Let's do one more. It's great. been fantastic. Thank you for coming. Of course, on. absolutely. This is so great. Oh, fuck yeah, Everyone go follow Serena. We're Perry. neighbors, baby. We could We're just names. do it all the time. Every every day, come here. Po- we'll tape a podcast and get it over with. Okay. You can cut me a Friend, fat check. Friendships and money. Jared, feather, feather, big fan. I'm writing to you today. Um, oh, we had two more. How much time we got? We're at the end. Okay, let's do this. Uh, for, I'll give you the choice between two. Okay. Roommate situation or friendships and money? Mm, roommate. Okay. We did kind of a money one already. Yeah. Okay. Roommate situation. Hi, Jared. Feather, feather. Thanks for the hours of entertainment during the past two years. I have a situation with my roommate slash best friend, 26 female. Okay. That was the same place. There we go. Let's go. About three months ago, she started hooking up with a 23-year-old janitor who lives with his mom. Because he lives with his mom, he has spent over almost, he's been over almost five nights a week, every week for the past two months. She wouldn't introduce me, um to him until I forced her to by staying outside when she when he was coming over and she won't talk about him unless specifically asked she's been more uh, than an hour late to work uh, more than five times in the past week and a half because of him our utilities have gone up more than $30 a month when he's been here and she's been leaving the apartment a mess ever since this began <laughs> Bless you. thank you Never cleans up after. Uh, never cleans up after them. He also yelled "Hi, my name" at me repeatedly through the door when I came home the other day, which felt antagonistic and like I wasn't welcome in my own home. However, she acts like everything is normal and that this isn't happening in the hour I actually see her every week. The relationship is clearly strained, but we're both avoiding saying anything. I'm concerned about her becoming actively a worse person, late to work, eating fast food every day, not speaking to her family who also don't know about him. But I feel like I can't say anything because she says she's happy how do i address this concern without ruining the friendship the not happy roommate what do you think this is the thing that i've learned in my 28 years on Mm. this earth every problem arises from the lack of communication yeah everyone thinks like if i say something the friendship will be ruined no you know what's going to ruin the friendship not fucking saying something that's because whatever you say is never worse than actually saying how you feel. And again, coming out of it not like, I hate your boyfriend, he sucks. 
that's not what you say. Mm. You go, hey, ever since you started dating this guy, I feel, I feel. Yeah, yeah. I feel like, you know, I've noticed you've gotten late to work. Like, I just, like, I'm concerned. Come from a place of concern, of care. Come from a place of hurt because you feel hurt. You feel like you can't live in your own apartment. Mm. You feel neglected, you know? Um, and just also, a lot of times people date people um, that they, you know, aren't maybe the best for them because they don't believe they, they deserve better. Well, I'm with you 100% on, we got to communicate this. Like, avoiding this ain't going anywhere. I, here's where I would, here's where I differ a little bit. I, again, agree with you. We got to go through the awkward. But through the awkward, I think even talking about him, he, he doesn't exist, right? It's just their friendship. Exist. It's just us. You know, it's just the roommate. Make it about the roommate situation. Yeah, it's, yes. Get him the out. fuck out. This is, and understand, your apartment is like, is there like is there relief from him living at home like i like what she does like this emailer is hilarious to me she writes that he's uh lives with his mom he's a janitor none of that matters he's there five nights a week yeah that's the only fucking thing that matters i my living space is being encroached upon by the five nights a week i cannot sign up for a third roommate roommate. exactly that is it that's it that's it fuck the boyfriend stuff fuck her life fuck her fast food i don't know because to me these are all judgments you're not Judge Judy. No. I Talk about what affects you actually personally. Yeah. So let's talk about the contract. We signed a contract. Like, like we're done. You have, you've mm. used mm. emotional currency to take advantage of me. We have a contract. We're roommates. We pay this much a month, that much a month. I did not sign up for the third roommate that, you know, that smells like Windex from his job. You know, it's so funny because I was in a similar situation. This was the last boyfriend that was like in love with me and I was not there. But he had moved from California to New York. Mm. So it was like living with his parents uptown. Obviously, like, he didn't want to do that. Yeah. So he spent a lot of time in my apartment when I just had moved in with my best friend roommate, same age, 26. Yeah. And, you know, I felt a lot of guilt about it. Because I was like, this is not what she signed up for. There needs to be boundaries and I and she didn't even ask me but I put the boundaries I said you can't stay here every night yeah. this is not like you're not paying rent you're not paying for shit yeah you know what I mean but I, I think she's feeling the same way yeah. that's why she's and not she, and by the way you're valid you're right yeah. yeah that's the thing she's yeah she knows deep down that she this knows. is not a good so and, and again if you make it about the the physical structure the contract you have in place there's no denying that right you know, there's no, well, you're just single. Like, that's like the, you know, oh, you're just jealous. Oh, you don't like when I'm happy. Oh, you're, you know, and it's like, no, 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 no. no. All fuck the, all I that. Fuck it. Yeah. I, I pay this wanna... much. I want the, the fucking, you know, the den space. I think it's, yeah, I think that's a fair trade. But, but always, always bring it up. Like, yes. always. Just not drunk. J Train Podcast. Yeah, not drunk. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Serena Carrigan, thank you for coming lovely. on. This is lovely. So fantastic. So great to have you on. Everyone go follow Serena at Serena Carrigan. Go get the card game, Let's Fucking Date, letsfuckingdate.com, at Serena Carrigan on all platforms. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Monday with your emails, your stories, your questions. Keep sending them in, jtrimpodcast.com. Back next episode, boom.